All right, let's talk to him from BrandonLang.com, the best sports handicapper out there, breaking down some games, giving us some winners. What's up, Brandon? Kevin! Well, before, before Thanksgiving, I, I, you know, I absolutely destroyed it. I was, uh, most of the shows that I, you know, I didn't do Thanksgiving because of Thanksgiving, but the week before, I mean, 5-0, and 4-0, and 5-1. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, you know, and then we're on a, uh, we're on a little bit of a heater right here. And, and I, I keep trying to tell people when you win a game, like the Philadelphia Eagles Monday night, when you're on the other side of the bad beat, now I've been on the Seattle side. I threw a surprise birthday party for my wife and had, you know, 25 people at my house and the, the game is on the big TV, but it's muted. So I'm able to look at it and see what's going on. But my mood, my mood of, of what's going on, it's a big game for me. So, you know, it's Monday Night Football. You, you can't lose. You know, if you lose on – I always tell people this. If I won on Saturday big with Alabama, lost on Sunday, um, thought the Raiders would show up. So when you lose on Sunday, you you got to win on Monday. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I turn the game off when the Eagles don't pick up the fourth and 31 and there's – two minutes and 19 seconds to go. And I know they got a timeout and the two minute warning. So I'm like, even if they get the ball back with a minute to go, it's not happening. They're, they're going to kick a field goal. Carson went sucks. Well, I turn the game off. So I go on the party game's off, you know, socialize, get a cocktail. And then 15 minutes later, somebody runs into the room and goes, bro, put the game on. I go, what? It's over. Put the game on. I get all these 20 people. Now, I'm standing at the TV because I know the final score is twenty three seventeen. I'm like, you people are friends with my wife, and you want to understand what it is that I do for a living. I'm going to show you what I do for a living right now. And I turn the game on, and Seattle has the ball, and it's twenty to nine. And I tell them what the point spread is. I tell them I'm plus six and a half. I tell them what I need. And I go, watch this unfold. Seattle runs three times. They kick the field goal twenty three nine. Philly runs the kickoff back to the 40. Two passes later, you get to the 30. 19 seconds to go. Hail Mary. Touchdown. Now here comes the two-point conversion for the cover. And I can't even begin to tell you guys the look on these people's faces to now understand what Kim's husband does for a living. And this is what she has to live with every day. <laughs> so, it was know, enlightening yes because you guys now grasp to if you don't know much about gambling and this man explains it to you this way and he's got philadelphia and they're losing 23 to 9 and then they get a touchdown and now you need a two-point conversion and seattle takes a timeout and then they lay down and all this drama and then they get the two-point conversion you wouldn't think these 20 people won the lotto man they, <laughs> they, they just went crazy I turn the game off, and I look at him, and I go, welcome to 30 years of being a sports handicapper. Happy birthday, baby. But, but why I did that more than anything else, because I've said this on your show for years, my wife is an absolute trooper to deal with this for a living because it's a straight commission job. So unless I win, people aren't going to buy your picks if you lose. So you better produce right. on, on, on the website. And to be able to consistently put a product out there that, that allows you to you make a living off of, you better win more than you lose. And it's been a great year. I mean, COVID shut down an unbelievable March Madness run, but we picked right up where we left off in college basketball and football season's been pretty good. And, and um, you know what? It's, it's, they now understand all her little circle on Facebook now understand. Wow. 
what a trooper. And she is. And that's that's kind of yeah. the day. So And Brandon, so, I bet your TV I bet your TV setup is pretty good out there, huh? Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive when people you got the eighty eight inch you're taking up a whole wall. <laughs> it's like a mini people walk in and go, Wow. Yeah, it's like a mini sports book, but um you know, then off of that, you know, Philadelphia Miracle, we have Davidson plus one and a half. They lose by one, miss a layup with five seconds to go, and then I got to sweat a missed front end of a one and one and get a win there. And then last night, I I had a feeling, guys, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game was going to be something crazy. I, I just did with the COVID and the line going to ten and a half, and it's a four o'clock game and all the drama. I see, you know, forget that. I love Alabama and college basketball over Providence, and Alabama blew them out. And so I'm sitting here going, Wow. And then to watch the 50 yard touchdown pass and, you know, BrandonLang.com, I got a lot of great handicappers on there and a few of them had Pittsburgh and I'm trying to pull it in. And then I see that long touchdown pass from McSorley to cover the number. And I'm like, God, man, I'm so glad I didn't have that game. And I, I felt for my handicappers that did. And so, so we, you know, here we are undefeated. In well, Torg and I were just talking while you were on, when we were on hold waiting on you there, the Spartans in 23 and a half at home after the Northwestern upset, Buckeyes uh, going into East Lansing. That's going to be an interesting 23 and a half is tempting. Yeah, it's funny though. You know, the last time they had a big win, they went to Iowa and got absolutely destroyed. I mean, they, they didn't even show up. Uh, Iowa just absolutely dominated them from the opening bell. Uh, I think the final score was 49-7. And then, you know, listen, if Indiana can go in there and beat them 24 nothing, I just have a gut feeling that is Michigan State good enough offensively to score 20, which is what it's going to take to cover that game? Uh, guys, I don't think so. So if I play that game, which I, I won't play, but for your listeners, I think Ohio State is the right side of the game. What about okay. uh, some other Big Ten games? Penn State against Michigan, That they're both awful, but Penn State minus 11 against Rutgers. Yeah, I tell you what, Greg Shiano's got, got them playing some football. I mean, he really does. Um, they, they took Michigan to the wire. Uh, Penn State got a nice win last week, but I think getting them plus double digits – um, and, and Rutgers has covered the last three in this series. So I, I'm going to take Rutgers plus the double digits. Wow. What do you think Indiana, they lost their quarterback. That's a bummer. Plus 14 against Wisconsin. It's still a matchup of, of Indiana's defense, which, as I just pointed out to you guys, shut out Michigan State. I don't think Wisconsin is, is as good as people think, especially after only posting up a seven-point spot at, at Northwestern. And then Northwestern laying an egg last week. Um, I, I think Indiana goes in there based on the, the, the ability of their defense to play uh, and gets the cover. I know this quarterback that they have coming in isn't, isn't the lefty, but it's still, it's still I, think, I think Wisconsin's overrated, guys. I'm going to take the home dog. I'm going to take the road dog with Indiana. Now, you know, Alabama was pretty impressive uh, covering that spread. Bo Nix will do it to you every time, though. Uh, but minus 28 and a half against LSU, can they cover that big of a point spread? Boys, I will tell you this. Alabama has covered every home game this year. They're just they're just balling out right now. Um, I believe last week LSU left it on the table. Um, 
this is a tough spot for LSU. There's some bad things going on at, at, at LSU. You yeah, the, agreed. The, 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 the scandalous things going on with, uh, with the players and, and the sexual assault. But this is at LSU. It's still a big number. Um, I don't know if I trust Alabama covering that number on the road. I'm going to take LSU plus the points. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. NFL, man. I like the Titans at home, given the Brownies five and a half. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, I think Cleveland's due for a, for a bump in the road, just to get them kind of refocused. Um, But I will tell you this, keep riding the overs with Tennessee. Since Tannehill took over at quarterback, they've gone over 19 of his 24 starts. 19. Imagine if you just put $500 every on every over since Tannehill took over. So I do lean towards I do lean towards the Titans and the over as well. There's a little Tennessee Titans and the over two team teaser. Uh, roll with that Titans and over teaser for you. Uh, I think you win some money there. Hey, what about the uh, Bengals getting plus 11? I mean, the Bengals are bad. They got Brandon Allen, who hasn't played much. Uh, they uh, they made it close last week against the Giants, but 11 is a lot of points. Yeah, that kick return touchdown kind of spurred them on there and, yep. and, and, and got it going. Miami's a different beast at home, especially with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. They've covered, uh, they've covered six of their last seven on the Vegas board, eight and two against the spread in Miami. Um, have to question where Cincinnati will be mentally after the, the the tough loss. If I played that, I would I would lay it. You know me, I'm not a big I'm not a big chalk guy, uh, but my lean would be toward Miami. Hey, what about Jacksonville plus ten and a half against Minnesota? Vikings barely barely squeak it out, and Jacksonville, you know, you're a two point conversion from tying with the Browns. Ten and a half in today's NFL against a below five hundred team is that tempting? Think about this: if you had the Browns last week minus the points. You're staring down the barrel of a winner, winner, chicken dinner, and then you get the personal foul penalty, keep the drive alive, and then they go score to cover. I mean, man, it's a it's a it's a godforsaken business, the sports gambling when you, you, you mess with stuff like that. I'm gonna leave Minnesota alone for a while. I'm I'm gonna leave Minnesota alone for a while. The loss to Dallas, the struggle against Carolina. Should they blow Jacksonville out? Yeah, this should this will be the game where they get the blowout cover. But uh, I don't know if you can trust Mr. You like that right now. I don't. Yeah. Anything stand out? Anything else, college pro that you're looking at? Yeah, I think Washington plus the points over Pittsburgh. I think it's it's going to continue to build and build and build this hype of the undefeated season. I think it's wearing on them. Short week, number one pass defense in the NFL. Washington Redskins, Alex Smith, veteran quarterback, going on the road plus double digits. Uh, and San Francisco over Buffalo. Um, Buffalo's got a game next week against uh, against a potential undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, which, by the way, here it is right now. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all your listeners. I'm going to give it to you a week early, okay? Yeah. If the Washington, if the Washington Redskins don't upset the Pittsburgh Steelers this week, and I love Washington plus the 10.5, if Pittsburgh gets by that game, which I think they will, your Christmas gift, Happy New Year from your boy Brandon Lang, is the Pittsburgh Steelers will go up to Buffalo next week and they will lose to the Buffalo Bills for their first loss of the year. Pittsburgh should be laying a two-and-a-half number there being undefeated. Buffalo beats Pittsburgh and gives them their first loss of the year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year from your boy, Langer. The banger with the Monday Christmas party went on Philadelphia. Nice. All right, buddy. We appreciate it. BrandonLang.com. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, buddy. Have a good week, guys.